friends, I'm Anna, and you're listening to A Soft Existential Crisis, a podcast where I reflect on how I'm trying to doggy paddle my way to self-acceptance, and maybe even happiness. Welcome back! I hope this week has been good to you. I had a bit of a struggle week. I procrastinated on working on the podcast content all week, which is why this episode is being uploaded so late today. I binged on all the guilty pleasures, delving back into some old standbys and anime and K-pop and K-dramas, a lot of reminiscing. Um, I also had a moment when I felt pretty low a few days ago, wondering what all my past efforts have amounted to all these years after college. I posted about it on my art Instagram, and people actually reached out and were very supportive and encouraging. I'm not the only one going through stuff. If you're like me and are unsure about your career path years after undergrad or are a new mom and going through the struggles of lack of sleep and parenting for the first time, sometimes life is not easy, but we have our friends and family who love us and they will be there for us when we fail. And sometimes in life, we're gonna fail. If we seek success, that means there's also the possibility of failure. In this week's episode, I want to talk about dreams, or more accurately, the death of dreams. Grizzly stuff. Um, For me, dreams have always been art-related. In kindergarten, I dressed up as an artist for, you know, like when they have like dress what you want to be when you grow up day. Um, In fifth or sixth grade, I wanted to draw in Japanese manga style. So I tried to copy like the way they drew the sparkly eyes or I wanted to write my own fantasy novel where the main characters could transform into fairy girls with um, like magical powers and like they all had their... Um, signature outfits and hairstyles. In eighth grade, I learned that apparently one could go to college to study art, and it absolutely blew my 14-year-old mind. It sounded like too good of a deal to be true, to study art full-time. I remember this very clearly. We were in our um, grayish goldish Toyota Sienna minivan and I told my mom this when we were in the minivan and she turned around with like a very like serious face I was like did you know that you can go to college for art and she kind of turned around with like a serious face and I was like what the was there to be so serious about and she was like that's where you that's where like dumb people go and I was like Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so I think I got the hint, and I think, like, late when I got closer to, like, applying to colleges, they told me, like, oh, that's where you go if you're dumb. So um, I pushed that deep into my brain, and I uh, 
decided to go to regular school because that's what smart and responsible people did. Um, but later, when I transferred to art school and it was time to choose a major, I got really excited and thought it was like my time to dream as big as possible. And I chose animation because it was like this faraway fantasy dream of mine to work for Disney or Pixar. Um, once I um, started studying in the department, my the department influenced my style and art direction to become more like fine art and indie. I wanted to become a film festival darling and make beautiful short films that touched people's hearts like the way Ghibli films do. And as I mentioned in last week's like uh last week's special snowflake episode, I really thought I could do it even though there was zero basis of this in reality. Um in the end, filmmaking really didn't fit me. When I made attempts to do it after leaving school, I had to be honest with myself and realize that every time I tried to start a film project, all I had were feelings of dread. Um, the process of film production itself, it did not fit me. It was too much, too overwhelming. I had enough talent to get by in the commercial animation world and um, people who had worked in the industry longer than me encouraged me to keep going that I had some skills but I looked at people who had longevity in the industry and I didn't aspire to have their kind of careers or lifestyle or make their kind of work or even do their day-to-day -day kind of work. I um, also had very high expectations for myself because I had for years constantly looked at other people's animation online, you know, for like inspiration and um, to be a part of the community um, through Blogger and Tumblr and eventually Instagram when that became popular. I compared my work and my ability to theirs and um, sometimes it was insp inspiring but often I felt really inferior. I also wasn't um, good at using the industry standard software which is called After Effects. My previous animation dreams of working for big name film companies didn't match my skill sets. I would have needed to have been extremely skilled at background painting or storyboarding or character animation and so I felt I never stood a chance. Um, I had some stop motion skills but even the best stop motion talent today struggled to get by um, because of lack of work. So I didn't make it a goal to try and get into the one stop motion feature film studio in the US, which is called Leica, though I did try to get into an internship right out of school a couple times, um, never got an interview. Maybe if I had an intense passion for like the art of stop motion, I would have made something in my free time despite the setbacks, um, but I never did. Um, so when I was 27, I made a decision to never take on another animation job. That was my solution of letting go of the, the constant inferiority complex of 
let that like angst of letting go of the constant stress, and that was really tough, um. Because of, because what went into that decision? Well, it was my childhood's worth of fantasies. It was my, um, you know, to get there. I had fought my parents on leaving a really good university for art school. Um, it was three years worth of art school. You know, blood, sweat, and tears of sleepless nights. Um, it was four years worth of my dad saving up money for like private school, university, education money. Um, that's like. That's a lot of money.、Um, it was five years of like, me trying to like, cobble up some kind of career.、Um, you know, that's half of my twenties. It was accepting that I had failed, like I had made some kind of huge failure. These past. Six years after college, it has been really bizarre not having a new dream or goal to work towards. This period, this kind of death of my old dreams period, has been the first time I feel that I've really failed at something. I've tried many kinds of jobs.、Um, let's see, I've worked in.、Um, Holiday window display,、uh, painting and fabrication. I've worked in an art gallery. I've worked at an artist studio. I've worked at animation studios. I've、um, worked at design agencies. I've worked at corporate firms.、Um, Yeah, all kinds of places.、Um, but I can't seem to stick with anything, and、uh, money doesn't seem to be enough of a reason for me to stay. I eventually feel emotionally drained or unable to stand the social politics. During my school years, my goals and dreams were my driving force and motivation. Um, the reason for waking up at six in the morning, for staying up all night,、uh, with a lot of determination, it felt like it was worth all the suffering. But when you have no future goal and you just have to make money to get by, because that's what the world says is the thing to do, I'm just left wondering what it's all for all the time. So you know, there was the beginning of my soft existential crisis.、Um, with no dream, I have no motivation. There's nothing I'm crazy excited about except small things that are like escapes from reality, like new TV shows or new movies or new. Um, Japanese restaurants or new dessert shops,、um, cute celebrities. Shout out to Timothy Chalamet, or my favorite K-pop star GD.、Um, I'd be excited about vacations if I could afford to take them. I just make money to be able to get by.、Um, but right now, at age twenty-eight, only three months from twenty-nine. 
I feel that I'm at a sort of crossroads. Um, now, currently, that I'm looking for my next um, job or freelance gig. Um, bit by bit over the years, I've been painting here and there, and this fall I enrolled in a weekend painting class where I've painted large scale for the first time. Um, it's the one creative thing that's brought me joy. Something that, honestly, animation never brought me. Um, I'm starting to put together um, a sort of goal or dream again, but I'm doing it with a lot of caution. I'm looking at what other artists do. I'm asking a lot of questions and seeking advice rather than rushing forward blindly. Um, I'm thinking about grad school, even though people pay off loans like for the rest of their lives. I'm thinking about what it means to be a full-time artist, even though I know it's a battle every day and it would take a couple years to get there. Um, but it's a battle you go to with pride. Um, I know my parents are listening to this podcast and I have to think about them too. It's not fair to them if they worry about my financial security the rest of their lives. I learned that if I dream too big without guidance, I can fall um, spectacularly hard. What if it's based on ideas I don't have enough information on? What if I fail again? Will it lead me to another period of confusion? Will I always be this person who is full of potential but never managed to achieve anything. The newly grown-up practical side of me knows I have to find a day job I can do without much stress to help deal with the real world where there's things like rent and retirement funds and health insurance. But my inner self knows it's just as important to nurture the painter in me because in all honesty that is all I'm good in this life for um, and my sixth, sixth sense gut knows it through and through um, which I guess I knew when I was five. Dreams will change and adjust as you change and grow up with time. I'm trying hard not to regret the decisions I made when I was young and so ignorant about the real world. I don't think regret will get us anywhere, so maybe let's be grateful we've made it this far, even though we've still got a long ways more to go. 
Thanks so much for listening. I will see you next Friday. Bye-bye.